turns out that they can't let go of the wet bar. So even though it's a Zoom meeting all next week, you know, for our trainings, I just received in the mail, like, a box from Mixology full of, full of like, homemade cocktail stuff. You don't drink, do you? I don't drink. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, to be honest, me and Sarah do drink, so... And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know about Aaron, like, so... This doesn't seem... This seems solvable. It's certainly solvable, but, like... But what do I do? Do I, like... Do I do the high school thing? The high school non-drinker thing where, like... I'm drinking on camera, but it's, like, orange juice without vodka in it? Like, is it... Is it 7-Up without, like, the... Is it the mixer without the alcohol? Like... Is that what I'm going to have to be drinking on camera? Yeah, maybe. I <laughs> Is there an option to just say I don't drink? Uh, I, I don't know. Is it because you rel- still want the free stuff? Yeah, I do still want the free stuff. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Garbage Magic, where we explore the best and the worst of Choose Your Own Adventure books, and we find out which is going to be as we turn the page. I'm Sam. And I'm Harry. And I have to apologize if I'm a little out of it this episode, because I'm currently being ravaged by the COVID immunity shot. I got my first dose this morning. Woo! Yee! Uh, Harry, did you get the, the Pfizer, the Johnson & Johnson, the what's the other one? Moderna? Yes, sure, yes. Because I think, because they said that's the one I got. Is that the good one or the bad one? I don't know, Harry. Like, I just want, I kind of want to get all three, which also would probably kill me. Like, I, I don't know exactly how that works. Like, Or, or curse you with immortality. <laughs> you are free of COVID <laughs> and also everything else. You will wander this cursed earth. Like, I know the companies say that they, like, you know, do not do this, do not try this, we have not experimented on this, dear God, that's, don't, that's the don't, secret. just don't. They're the pharmaceutical companies, they don't want to actually cure it, but it actually fixes all diseases. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, congratulations, Harry, congratulations on being two weeks away from being, like, 80 to 85% uh, uh, vaccinated. Four, four weeks away, I think. No, it, it's two weeks from eighty to eighty-five, and then four weeks from your uh, from your next injection, which would bring you up to like the ninety-five to ninety-nine range. Oh, okay, I haven't been following those statistics because, you know, I was just going to get the shot and still try to be careful. But yeah, 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 because we are good, sane people who don't want to get sick and die. Uh, well, to to question the good, sane people uh, decision, we're about to test that as we're going through the next load wolf book yay yes that is that is going to test both those assumptions isn't it like <laughs> uh book three the caverns of cult k-a-l-t-e yay uh so a uh, quick reminder so lone wolf is a uh long-running choose your own adventure uh book series from the what was it 1980s i i don't know the 
B era, but if you're about to do a summary, Sam, I, I'm starting to go on the story so far, which I think is going to kind of cover it. Well, I mean, it's going to like, you know, it's going to cover the story of Lone Wolf, but like, you know, the, the behind the scenes of the macro of Lone Wolf, like what is Lone Wolf, Harry? What's a wolf? I, I, Sam. <laughs> uh, it's, hold on. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an animal... According to Wikipedia, the wolf Cadus Lupus <laughs> also known as the Grey Wolf or Grey Wolf. Wait, they just use different spellings. Come on. <laughs> wait, 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 but the, there's other native... kinds of wolves. Like, they can't just say the wolf, also known as the Grey Wolf. Are, are There's other types of wolves. There's not just one type of wolf, right? I was hoping to finish this book in one shot. I don't think this is going to happen. No, we're uh, going to get to, like, page two, Harry. This is our burden. Yeah, but because Choose Your Adventures, we'll get to page two after, like, 30 choices. Fair. Uh, I'm just reading wolf facts now. Like, what what have you done to me, Sam? Like, the fever is stopping me. I can't shut this down as well as I normally would. Well, wolves are awesome. And, you know, we need to protect their territory. I agree. <laughs> if, in the northern land of Summerland, it has been the custom for many centuries to send the children of the warrior lords to the, to the monastery of Kai. There they were taught the skills and disciplines of their noble fathers. Fuck their mothers, though. You are Lone Wolf, and you are now the last of the warrior lords of Summerland. Uh, one year ago, the ancient enemy of your people, the Dark Lords of Helgadad, suddenly invaded the Summerland and completely devastated the Kai Monastery. All of the Kai warriors were in attendance for the Feast of Furman, and all except you were massacred. You fought your way to Holmgard, the capital of your country, where the king sent you upon a desperate quest for help. Your mission was fraught with great danger, for Summerland had been betrayed by one of its own magicians, Vonatar, the traitor. We missed most of that because we did meet the cool wizard friend. Yeah, I was just about to ask, like, they're, they're mentioning some plots that, you know, we were not involved in. Yeah, like, there's kind of a parallel story with uh, the wizard guild, where there's one guy who survived that, and we could meet him early on, and he would give us a... Like, blue star pendant, and then whenever that shows up, we would have wizard adventures, or at least remember that they existed. Uh, anyway, his agents sought to kill you at every opportunity, but your skill and strength defeated their evil aims. You returned to Holmgard at the head of a great fleet, the allies of Durador, and destroyed the Dark Lord army that besieged your capital. Wait, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bridge with a few of those things right there. We did not succeed because of skill and strength. We succeeded because we hid in the bushes, and watched good people die. And... And also killed a bunch of cops, although that really didn't help anything. Yeah, it helped It helped absolutely nothing, aside from the council's budget that year. But, let's see, the... And also, didn't we sink the fleet that we were, like, with? Didn't the entire fleet get, like, destroyed? No, like, when they were sending us on boats to, to Durnor to get there faster, they kept sinking, and we lost a lot of allies along the way. It's kind of a death sentence to be working with us, because we're Lone Wolf, man. We're not companion protecting wolf. Much of the Summerland was ruined by the war. The rich farmlands were laid waste, and many towns were razed to the ground. But the Summerling are a tough people, and were undaunted by the enormous task that lay ahead. I don't know, Harry, I'm feeling pretty daunted. They set about the rebuilding of war-torn Summerland with such determination that now, one year later... Few of the scars of war were made visible. What the fuck? Yeah, re they rebuilt quick, you know? We lost a generation! 
Eh, this this is it's medieval times though. They breed quick, you know. They they have thirty kids because they because they know like twenty of them are going to die. So, jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. For the crucial parts that you played in the victory, the king has bestowed upon you the rank and title of Friarl of the Summerland, a rare honor for one so young. The ruins of the Kai Monastery are mu- and much of the surrounding lands are are now Fryland under your protection. We're we're the Friarl of Fryland. Harry, we're we're the one percent. We're landowners. Yeah, let's let's set up apartments and charge people too much rent. We're the worst. <laughs> Work to rebuild the monastery was about to commence when disturbing news from the north uh, prompted the king to summon you to the capital. Many merchants returning from the summer uh, trading expeditions to Kalt told of the fall of Brumaldmark, the leader of the Ice Barbarians. Harry, have we met the Ice Barbarians yet? No, this is new. The description of the hunchbacked magician who has succeeded the fierce Brummelmark fits only one man, Vontar the traitor. Okay, 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 okay. This is this is medieval times. There's there's a lot of people with like back problems. Yeah, but how many of them are magicians? Um, got to be more than one, Harry. I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's like a Witcher thing where if you're a magician, you can kind of fix your physical stuff if you want to, and this guy's the only one that wants a hunchback. It's his, it's his style. That's his thing, being a hunchback. After the defeat of the Dark Lords, Vanatar escaped to the frozen wastes of Kalt. He made his way to the ice fortress of Ikaya, where, through deception, he tricked the cool Brumelmark into adopting him as his magician. It was a mistake that was to cost the barbarian leader his fortress and his life. Wait, but if he was a cruel... If he was a cruel leader... Then isn't this a good thing? Like, isn't it great that he that he died? I don't know. He, I mean, it's good that he died, but now the evil wizard magician is in charge of a country. Like, he, he was raising zombie fleets to attack us, so I don't think we should let him have, like, a resource base. The news that Vonatar still lives spread like wildfire through the Summerland. Thousands of Summerlanding, uh, thousands of Summerlanding surrounding the capital, and a demand that Vonatar be made to pay for his treachery. So great is the outcry that the king is obliged to promise that the evil traitor will be brought back to home guard and made to stand trial for his crimes. For Mob you. justice wins again. For you, Lone Wolf, the king's promise is the start of a quest that will pit you against a hated foe deep within the hostile caverns of cult. So he's just sending fucking us into an enemy ice barbarian camp to fight a wizard and his necro army. Yeah, I mean, look... That that friar old tire doesn't uh, that that title doesn't come cheap. We we gotta do the king's bidding. That's the trick, Sam. Like because we're a subject now, he can tell us what to do. Oh man, oh man, sympathy for the one percent. <sighs> okay, and now we have another page that is an explanation of the game rules. Uh, we're not going to read it. We never yeah, have. Skip. But uh, I've oh wait wait wait. Uh, very bottom. If you have uh, completed uh, any previous adventures in Lone Wolf. Uh, you already have some stuff. Um, yeah, we, we keep our stats. One bonus Kai discipline and add it to your action chart for every Lone Wolf adventure you have successfully completed. Then read the section on equipment for book three carefully. So, Harry, does this mean we get two bonus skills? No, no, we that that's ambiguous. We we get one new one each book. So did we get a new one last book? Yes, we did. Oh. We got camouflage. Well, god damn it. Okay. The the Kai disciplines, uh, they're on the next page. So, 
and uh, on the character sheet as I've showed you, right now we have Mind Over Matter, Mind Shield, Healing, Hunting, Weapon Skill, Spear, and Camouflage. <laughs> Weapon Skill, Spear is the best, Harry. We have the Subversurd still. Like, we have the Subversurd, which means that it's six points better than the Spear. It's so much ridiculously better, we will never use the Spear while we have it. Hmm. 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 So the the new possibilities are uh, sixth sense, tracking, uh, mind blast, uh, animal kinship. Jeez. Oh no. Uh, so sixth sense. That's like kind of just basic sensing stuff, and it's very useful. Uh, it can tell us about imminent danger. It's spidey sense. Tracking is. Finding a path of the wild, discovering a location of something. Uh, mind Blast is we just get a bonus in combat unless they're immune to Mind Blast. Then Animal Kinship is we can talk to animal friends. Hmm. 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 And you have a overcomplicated backstory, which you keep bringing up, that we think we have success and Animal Kinship, but we don't. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm looking at this list, Harry. What are your thoughts on... A weapon skill dagger. I'm not letting you take weapon skill again. Okay. Not even weapon skill sword? If I if I want to like lead into the thing that the book wants me to do? No. Okay. We are not taking weapon skill again. You, you've made never... your bed, now I'm gonna make you now I'm gonna make you sleep in it. <laughs> okay. Um God damn it. So six sense tracking. I'm annoyed because Nate was probably going to be here, but he had to cancel at the last moment, and I was hoping we would have an adult for this decision. But again, <laughs> it's you. Like, I've I've read just enough of this book that I can't justify influencing this vote, like, but and very briefly, very, very soon and after that, like, I'll be able to start making decisions with you. But right now, this is only Sab's decision. I think I'm going to have to go with Mind Blast. Okay. Mind Blast it is. So uh, let's just copy Mind Blast plus two combat skill points onto the chart. It's a bit of a cheat because it's like taking a weapon specialization, uh, except for occasionally there will be monsters that are immune to it. Then on the next page, there is equipment. So as a reminder, we are keeping from previous books 41 out of 50 gold crowns we can carry. No meals, but we usually don't need them due to hunting. Mm -hmm. We have the magic spear. And the Summersurd. And in our backpack, we have a Lampspur Meal that uh, heals 3 Endurance, a Lampspur Potion that heals 5 Endurance, and a half-empty vial of Nerdurn Sap, which is a poison thing that we that isn't like technically an item they gave us, but we wanted to keep it. And I don't know, in theory, you could tell me that you're going to use that at some point, and maybe I'll let you, maybe I'll let it work. Fair enough. It's a narrative thing. Yeah, in a but, book uh, that doesn't allow narrative things. <laughs> but in the next page, uh, we are given a choice of two of the following items. Ooh, yeah. There's a list, you know, sword, short sword, uh, padded leather waistcoat, which adds two endurance points to the total. We're probably gonna end up getting Wait, that. Double checking. Are you sure we still have the summer sword? Because why the fuck would they give us a sword if we have a magical sword of legend? Because you could start at this book. Okay. It's designed so that you could start here. Or you could even read book one and skip two for some reason. Jesus. Like, that that seems like a significant level. Harry, are, are we going to be overleveled for this book? Yes. Like, it, it, 
combat is probably not going to be too much of an issue. But we, we, look, we're we going into the icy wastes. We could definitely kill ourselves that way. Okay. We will find a way to die, I am sure. But, uh, so what do you want to grab? Uh, padded leather waistcoat seems a solid choice. And let's see. We don't need, we don't need rations. Jesus. Uh, the, the two things that, yes, yeah, the potion of lamp spur that restores four endurance points to your total when swallowed after a combat. So if we're, like, doing a boss rush, and we need a moment to heal, like, four endurance points quickly, that's what we'll do. Alright, so now we got two potions. What, the other one was five, so I guess it's a slightly better potion. Modifier stats. Da-da-da. Alright. Bless you. Thank you. I, I continue sneezing through the wall. Uh, then... Combat results table. I'll pull up random.org. There's another couple page of like rules and yeah, we, we, we know that. We can, we can yeah. skip it. Uh, levels of Kai training. We are currently a uh, guardian. Oh, guardian, you say? Yeah. Oh, you begin lone wolf at this level of Kai training. Okay, yeah, and we've we've gone up to. Uh, we're Jedi guardians. Harry, we're those guys with like you know with the masks and the lightsaber spears. Your mission will be fraught with great danger, for Cult is a bleak and hostile land, and your foe is a master of cunning. Use the map. Let me double check. Yeah, it's still recording. Use the map to help you plot your course to the ice fort- fortress of Akaya. So oh, a little geez. map we can look at. Okay, We're pulling up a map. It's not much of a map. Make notes as you progress through the story, for they will be of great help in future adventures. Many things that you find will aid you during your adventure. Some special items will be of use in future lone wolf adventures, and others may be red herrings of no real use at all. So be selective in what you decide to keep. No, I'm keeping everything. There are many routes to the Ice Fortress of Akaya, but only one will enable you to catch or v- capture Vonatar and return to some land with a minimum of danger. A wise choice of Kai disciplines and a great deal of courage should enable any player to complete the mission. <laughs> <sighs> no matter how weak his initial combat skills or endurance points score. Successful completion of previous Lone Wolf adventures is not essential for the success of this quest. The betrayal of your country can be avenged by bringing the traitor to justice. Good luck! Alright. Even before you accepted the task of bringing Vonatar to justice, preparations were being made for your voyage to Kalt. The captain of the summer lending ship Cardinal, uh, having returned from a long Caltercy Kalt- patrol- God damn, they're throwing a lot of names into this- was ordered to wait uh, to await your arrival at Unscaven during the night. Food, ice, equi- food, ice equipment, and Kanu dog teams were taken on board. The mission was highly secret. Only senior members of the crew were told the true nature of the voyage that lay ahead. The plan is to set you ashore at a Holly Bluff, uh, drop anchor, and await your return. An elite team of trusted guides will lead you from the bluff to Akaya. Once inside the Ice Fortress, you are to hunt down and capture Vonatar, and then return with your guides to the ship. Your mission must be accomplished within 30 days at most, for winter is closing in and no ship can withstand the grip of the cult pack ice. If you do not return in time, the captain will be forced to set sail without you. For six days, the cardinal sails across the stormy culteries, uh... Uh, culture sea without running into a storm but every day the temperature steadily drops until a layer of ice covers the decks on the morning of the seventh day this snow-capped island of tola is sighted on the horizon soon after 
A light wind rises from the east. At first there appears to be a little danger, but within half an hour a furious blizzard is blowing, and all sight of land quickly vanishes in the scuttling drift. All day the furious gale rages. Tremendous winds slice the tops of huge gray waves, and water crashes over the decks, masts, and riggings of the ship, freezing almost immediately into solid ice. The sides of the ship become several feet thick with seawater. It is not until early evening that the weather clears, and although the wind still blows strongly, the force of the gale is spent. You are soon to discover that the gale has blown the ship nearly 30 miles off course along the lip of the Lejeuk Ice Shelf. <clears throat> you know that to return to Halley Bluff would waste a precious day, so you return to land on the ice shelf and start your mission from there. At the last, uh, as the last of the canoe dogs are carried ashore, your guides tell you uh, of the two possible routes to Akaya from here. Uh, the first route involves a 130-mile trek to Cloudmaker Mountain and then, following the difficult terrain from the Viad Glacier, a further 100 miles must be covered before you await the Astrosortrist. The alternative route involves a longer journey of nearly 180 miles into the Harad Basin, followed by a trek of 100 miles uh, through Storm Giant Pass to Akaya. Even if the weather and your luck hold good, either route will involve 10 days of hard uh, trekking before you reach your goal. You should consult the map of Kalt before making your decision. Yeah, so if you look at the map, the the Viad Glacier, it's just kind of a straight shot, but it's got the it's got a real messed up thing. And Harad Basin and Storm Giant Pass are just big empty nothings. Viad Glacier, what kind of hard terrain is up there? I'm guessing a glacier. Yeah, but glaciers are flat. Um, a further hundred miles must be covered. It's, it just says difficult terrain, like that. That's just it. So shorter but harder. Yeah. So I scratched, I scratched the, uh, you know, the spot of the dogs, like, right between their ears, uh, and then I ask them what they want to do, and then I'm very annoyed when they don't respond. You actually have to make a decision, Sam. God damn it. It's a choose-your-own-adventure book. Like, that's the- choose your own adventure. This is the first decision. Don't be paralyzed now. Hmm. Harry, but- but this will determine the rest of the adventure. Uh, long and easy or shortened. Let's go across the glacier, you know. Straight shot this bitch. Your transport to Akaya consists of two sledges, each drawn by a team of six canoe dogs. This sturdy breed is native to Kalt, and they make ideal sledge dogs. Their thick, tawny coats and powerful chests, as well as their vigor and enthusiasm, even in the coldest climates, make them well suited to the work ahead. On board each sledge is enough food and equipment for the mission. Your three guides, Irian, Fenor, and Dice, are all experienced <laughs> trappers. Sucks to be them! Yeah, they're doomed. They're skilled at survival in the icy desert, and know of the many unseen danger dangers. Once the dogs are harnessed, you and Dice climb aboard your <laughs> sledge and signal to the others to lead the way. Hey, Dice is Ooh. here! Alright, so... Dice is going to survive the first fuck-up. As you stare across the frozen expanse of the Lux ice shelf, you can see a white glare on the distant horizon. This is the Viad Glacier Wall, the point where the flow of ice meets the frozen sea. Through the crisp, clean air of Kalt, it looks no more than six miles away at most, but in reality, it is near 60 miles away. You make good progress on the first day, and as darkness approaches, you decide to set up camp for the night. You halt inside a circle of ice pillars that have been forced upwards by the constantly moving ice shelf, 
The sledges are drawn together, and the tent is erected behind them. Once the canvas is secured, and the Kanu dogs have been settled for the night, you begin to prepare your evening meal. Suddenly, a terrifying roar is heard outside the tent. By the gods, cries Irian, a Bachnar! Oh, shut up, Irian. We know it's gonna eat ya. Bachnar are large carnivorous creatures that dwell near the Kalt coastline. Their usual prey are gollings or the smaller ostrils that live at the sea's edge. But this Bachnar has been attracted by the scent of the dogs. Is about to attack and eat several of your sledge dog team. If we have the kind discipline of hunting turned to two or four, we have that. We do? Yeah, we have hunting. Oh, okay. Bachnar are fierce and dangerous creatures. They are afraid of only one thing, fire. Grabbing a torch from the pile of equipment, you light it and leave the tent. The wind has become much stronger since you were uh, since you first made camp. Uh, it whips the fine snow into small whirlwinds that sting your eyes. A moving shadow to your right uh, betrays the Bachnar as it lopes towards you. It is preparing to pounce when it sees your guttering torch and shrieks in terror. <laughs> Several uh, seconds later, it has disappeared into the darkness. A quick check of the Kanu dogs reveals that they're all safe, although still understandably nervous. To ensure the Bachnar does not attack again, you all take it in turns to sit and watch that evening, torches and weapons at the ready. Oh, our skills actually worked. Wow, okay. Just this once, everybody lives. <laughs> well, it's 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 early days. I know. That's the way you can't, like, bring the dogs inside the tent. That seems like it would be adorable. Also, I mean, would that make sense? Because that's communal heat, you know, the, the heat of, the, like, you're all warming up the same tent, so that helps everybody. Yeah, just like, big dog pile, woo! Yes, a literal dog pile. <laughs> anyway. The following morning, you awake at dawn to the welcome sight of Fedor preparing a hot breakfast. <laughs> he passes you a steaming bowl, and you gracefully, or gratefully, eat its contents. Yes, not graceful at all. Just like, all just like fists into face. I, I don't know, I'm being, I'm being very specific with my diction, because apparently I, I got I got mentioned, and they thought it was an, an intentional funny joke. Apparently at some point I pronounced the Kai discipline of hunting as the Kai discipline of cunting. <laughs> and now I'm like, don't say any slurs without meaning to. If you mean to, say them properly. <laughs> uh, it is a beautiful morning. The wind has dropped and the air is fresh and clear. The Kanu dogs are strong and eager to be off. And for most of the day, the ice is smooth and the running easy. Ice is smooth and the running easy. <laughs> By nightfall, you have reached Siem Island, a pinnacle of granite rising through the ice shelf to a height of 400 feet. May camp to the leeward side of the island in order to avoid the worst of the night winds. Uh, CM Island, is that on here? It is. Uh, it is. It is on the uh, Lugic Ice Shelf. Uh, it is right underneath the Vlad Glacier, or Viad. Oh, so we still haven't reached the big fuck-off wall yet. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the scale over here. We've gone maybe, maybe 50 miles. A little bit more. We've gone like 75 miles. Okay. I don't think that's terrible. No. We got like a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, month round trip. Anyway, uh, I need a random number for this, Sam. Roll it. Are, are you rolling it? Because I gave you the link. Oh, you did? I didn't click on it. Why would you? Why would you click on any of the links I sent you? I've clicked on the link. Random number is six. Hmm. So that's smack dab in the middle. The next day, thick snow clouds have descended over the Lejeuk ice shelf and there is little wind. 
As you draw closer to the edge of the glacier, the surface of the ice shelf becomes very rough and broken. Slabs of solid ice jut out at every angle, forming difficult obstacles. You are forced to dismount from the sledges and manhandle them across the hummocks and ridges as you try to reach the smoother slopes of the distant Viad Glacier. You have covered half a mile when uh, ahead you see a large crevasse. This, this great crack of the ice is only two or three feet wide, but it extends for over a mile in either direction. For safety's sake, you agree to tie a rope around your waists and link up together. Should one person fall into a crevasse, the others should be able to pull them out. Emphasis on should. You cross this narrow fissure uh, successfully, only to find yourselves in a maze of crevasses. Uh, thin layers of snow hide their location, and you only detect uh, their presence by testing the ground with your weapon. Great. You have covered less than half a mile when you come to a crevasse over eight feet wide. You stare downwards, but there is no light to be seen in the black, yawning void. Your sledges are ten feet long and could bridge the gap. But if the icy edge were to collapse, you could lose all your equipment at once. <laughs> if you wish to unload the sledges and use them as a bridge, turn to 232. If you wish to jump across with the counter dogs and then pull the sledges after you, uh, turn to 346. Oh boy. Oh boy, Harry. Cra crazy type rope walking or fucking ramping it with sleds? Uh, like, wait, wait, wait. Are the... Is that saying, like, you know, jump across and then, like, you know, just kind of pull the sleds from the other side? Or jump across, like, with the sleds all at once, like, Fast and Furious style? No, I think we go over with the dogs, and then when we have, like, the position, we can figure out a rope thing to just pull it. Like, it'll just be the dogs and, like, I guess, like, a little person sled, but not, like, the, the big cargo sledges. Jesus. So this, uh, hmm, hmm, this is, this is hard, Harry. Like, I mean... I certainly can't jump eight fucking feet. <laughs> like, uh, what what are you feeling? Uh, I I'm feeling that this is your decision. Also, I think this is like the last decision I remember the result from. Is it because you died? You picked wrong and you died. Funny things did happen, but we can get there. <sighs> I'm gonna go with jumping across with the counter dogs because, in theory. In theory, if it starts to not go well, and, like, we lose a couple of Kadu dogs, then we can abort and go the other way. Okay, I I do wish to point out that we don't have animal handling. Ah, hmm, them. But I think I do, and I trust them. <laughs> Alright, motherfucker, turn to 346. Alright. Dice makes it to the opposite ledge safely, although Irian slips and has to be hauled out of the glacier by his waist rope. Fucking Irian. Always, always slipping, Irian. You and Fenor are still on this side of the crevasse. It is your turn to jump. Pick a number from the random number table. If you have the Kai discipline of hunting, you may add two to the number you have picked. Hey. Oh boy. So we do have the uh we do have the Kai discipline of hunting, and looking at this below. The totals are 0 to 3 or 4 to 11. So this clearly says 0 to 3 are bad. Now, um... So one out of five chance of this going bad. Yeah, so we're only really fucked if we roll a 0 or a 1. Yes. Come on, RNG Jesus. I rolled a 7, which would be a 9. So we're, we're just fine. We're fine. 232. 
It takes nearly an hour to cross, but you evidently make it, uh, you eventually make it in safety. The ascent of the glacier is a daunting task. The ice wall is smooth, but very steep, rising over 800 feet. All of the equipment has to be unloaded from the sledge and ferried to the top of the glacier, where it is uh, repackaged piece by piece. Wait, we got, we got by with no consequence? I mean, we, we rolled well. Okay. I do definitely remember being trapped in Glacier here, in whatever choice I made. <laughs> uh, the Kanu dogs do har- do hardly anything but fight amongst themselves, and your food uh, gets so shaken up that all that remains to eat that evening is an unsavory mess. Uh, on the like, did, did we just have loose food? I would assume food would like, be like packaged tight. Like, oh no, my tin of beans got shook around. It's still beans. No, no, I think everything is just like, you know, just packed together, like, you know, just spread out, spread out. On we the got cart. we got lean cuisines. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess we are in the Arctic, so you can just have frozen food and then just like toss it in the, the fire when you need it. On the summit of the glacier wall, uh, you pitch tent in the shelter of a natural ice bowl and settle down to a much deserved rest. Uh, pick a number from random. Uh, it's either low or high. Or, oh, wait, no. Zero to six. I turned to 85, 7 to 9, 300, so 7 to 9 is the less likely one. Yeah, significantly less likely. It's a 70-30 split. Give us a number. Alright. Five. For three days and nights, you fight your way northwards across the torturous glacier. Falls, bruises, cut shins, awkward crevasses, razor-edged ice, and the constant bitter wind all conspire to sap your strength. However... Count yourself very lucky to have avoided a blizzard, and after a fatiguing trek, you eventually reach the shelter of Cloudmaker Mountain in time to set up camp there for the night. This huge mountain is over 13,000 feet high, and shaped like a giant shark's fin. As the cold west winds blow around its peak, the great plumes of cloud trail away across the Viad Glacier. It is a strange phenomenon which gives the mountain its apt name. You soon find an ideal campsite among the shattered fissures of the rock-strewn base. Quickly, the tent is up, and you are under canvas once again. You have left the tent to answer a call of nature, when you discover, purely by chance, the faint glow of torchlight from a small crack in the rocks above. We don't have six cents, so oh, we damn. can't use that. Now, oh, beans. Uh... So if you wish to investigate the strange light, turn to 49. If you wish to ignore it and return to the tent... 212, uh, god, we're getting pretty deep into enemy territory, I'm going to look at the map once more. Where are we, uh, Cloudmaker Mountain? Oh man, we're like, we're over halfway to the evil enemy fortress, Harry. We, we've rolled pretty well, we, we, we ramped that, uh, that gap, so we're, we're closer. Yeah, we're doing fucking great. Um, okay, let's, uh, I mean, we gotta investigate, like, it, we, we can't allow it. If this is an enemy scouting party, we can't allow them to return. Suddenly, we're all interested in checking things, not just hiding in our tent. I feel like book one, us would have definitely not left that alone. But sure, let's go to forty nine. Well, but if Harry, they're clearly here. If it's people, they're clearly here looking for us. They're not just generally marauding around. You have climbed fifteen feet to a thin ice ledge. From here, you have a clear view of the fissure. You think you have caught a glimpse of someone. When suddenly the ice gives way beneath your feet, and you fall headlong in a tumble of granite and snow. You prepare yourself for the shock of impact, but you plunge straight into a crevasse, hidden beneath a layer of powdery snow. You finally come to rest in a deep drift some 200 feet below the surface. God damn it. 
blinded, dazed, and half suffocated by snow. I'm just, I'm just, hold on, give me a second, I'm just going to check. Okay, yeah, so you don't just automatically fall in from the other choice. Anyway, uh, you claw your way out of the icy grave. When you eventually free yourself, you are stunned by the sight that greets you. A vast corridor disappears into the distance as far as the eye can see. Huge stalactites of crystal hang from the icy ceiling, and the constant drip of melting snow fills the corridor with a strangely musical sound. You shout for help until your throat becomes dry and sore, but your guides do not hear you. You still have your weapons, gold crowns, and any special items, but you are without a backpack, as it is still in your tent. Uh, looking up, you see that the hole through which you have fallen is now just a tiny speck on the roof of the, of the passage. You notice that the strange light of the ice corridor seems to come from large stone bowls hanging from the ceiling. These are malaire bones, a source of eternal light discovered by the ancients many ages ago. You seem to realize that your guides may never find out where you are, and quickly resolve to follow the passage in the hope of finding some other exit. After two hours of walking, you arrive at a junction where the passage splits in two. If you have the Harry, do we have the Kai discipline of tracking? Nope. Ah, god damn it. We said we were going to take that next last book, but then you took Mind Blast instead. Well, fuck. Okay, so it's left or right. It's a it's a choice left or right. Um, when you're stuck in a cave, in an underground cave, you should always just keep your hand on the left wall because that means that you can always just trace it backwards and you never, like, you never accidentally get turned around. So let's go left and keep our hand on the wall. I mean, to be clear, that same strategy would also work with your right head, but no, going disagree. left is... disagree. After a few hundred yards, you find yourself in a huge cavern that spreads out in all directions as far as the eye can see. You have entered the Caverns of Cult, and are now looking at an uncharted world uh, that few Summerlanding have ever seen. This massive underground labyrinth was constructed by the Ancients many ages ago, before uh, the Summerlanding set foot in Megnamund. Its, its wide avenues, temples, and arenas once echoed to the sound of a race of creatures for whom the ice was a natural home. Malaire bowls uh, still hang from the ceiling, uh, bathing the caverns in their eternal light. You trek steadily northwards for nearly six hours. You arrive at the bank, uh, at the bank of a fast-flowing uh, meltwater river. In the opposite, on the opposite bank, you see a tunnel leading off into the distance. You can find no apparent way of crossing the deep water, except by using the ice flows bobbing up and down on the surface. Uh, by jumping from one flow to the next, you could get to the opposite bank, but it will not be easy. You will have to jump at least three of the icy slabs to reach the other side. Oh boy. Pick a ran uh, So we're going to random number table. Uh, if we have the Kai Discipline of Hunting, you may add two to the number. Uh, if your current endurance poise total is less than eight, deduct two from the. We haven't taken. We haven't actually taken damage yet, have we? Yeah, so I guess that's a side we've done reasonably well. We haven't. We haven't been hurt at all. Okay, so uh, it's again zero to three. So uh, a zero or a one fucks us. Uh, otherwise, we're good. As we're jumping across, God, this is dangerous. God, this is. This is very dangerous. All right. Roll it. And... So, Harry, it's possible that I rolled a zero. All right, turn to 94. You have slipped and fallen into the icy water. Oh, boy. The shock, the shock makes you scream out in pain as the cramp bites into your legs. You fight with all the strength you have to reach the bank, but it is a desperate struggle. Pick it up from the random number table. Uh, oh. 
Don't roll a seven through nine, or else we will instantly drown. Oh, yeah. Zero to six, uh, we drag ourselves to the other bank and lose three endurance points. Seven to nine, we die. (sighs) All right, Harry. Are you ready? Are you ready for me to roll this? Roll it. Three. We are lucky. We drag ourselves from the icy water and lie exhausted on the bank, lose three endurance points, and turn to 176. Running from the tunnel entrance, uh, you quickly leave the icy river far behind. You follow the tunnels for countless hours as it bends its way northwards. It becomes impossible to recall what hour of the day it is. The perpetual half-light of these caverns never changes. Uh, Through fissures in the wall of the tunnel, you catch glimpses of other chambers, and you marvel at the sheer scale of the labyrinth. You are nearly asleep on your feet when you suddenly detect the aroma of cooked meat. It is coming from a chamber just a few yards ahead to your right. You are very hungry and must soon eat. I I think it mentioned it in the hunting uh, section of the Kai skills, but we won't necessarily be able to depend on that for meals in the tundra. <sighs> well, that's balls. I guess that's why they're giving bonuses to people with the hunting skill, just because, like, we can't hunt. But some good news, we we did heal a little bit from just turning the page. Like, we're already back up to 25, and in two more pages we'll be back up to full. Yeah, I say we investigate the chamber, you know. Certainly didn't turn out badly last time. No, no, not at all. Not at all. You can see two men in ragged clothes huddled together beside a fire that seems to be burning inside a small metal bowl. Over the flames, the skinned carcass of a small animal is roasting on a spit. The men are old and toothless, and they have a strange glint of madness in their slanted eyes. Hey, hey here's the first... 80s! Here's the, here's the racism coming! Yep, yep. Oh. Alright, so we can approach them and ask for some food, we can just attack them, or we could turn and leave them alone. I say we ask them for some food, because they'll probably attack us, and therefore we will be morally justified in murdering them. On seeing you enter, the two old men jump to their feet and flee from the chamber along a smaller passageway. No, dang. Their screams of panic echo loudly throughout the caverns. You're very hungry and quickly consume the the cooked animal, pausing only to spit out the bones. You you then notice that the fire is burning in a strange half-spherical metal bowl. The other half of the sphere lies on the icy floor nearby, and you find that both halves fit together perfectly. When you open it, you discover that the fire still burns inside. If you wish to keep this fire sphere, place it inside your jacket and mark it on your action chart as a special item. Heck yeah! Unless you have just eaten, you lose three endurance points from the hunger. You continue along the tunnel for over a mile, but you soon become tired and stop to sleep. You, uh, you awake feeling refreshed, uh, but have no idea just how long you have been sleeping. The light of these caverns never changes, be it day or night. You continue onwards, mile after mile. Uh, passing through a series of huge ice halls uh, containing towering pillars of crystal. In one vast chamber, you are mesmerized by the beautiful sight of a shimmering crystal ceiling, Uh, but beyond this chamber lies an even greater spectacle. A narrow passage uh, leads onto a ledge running around the brink of a huge chasm over half a mile wide. As you edge your way around this awesome void, you try not to look down into its wide-swept depths many miles below. You have been on the ledge for only a few minutes when a noise behind you makes you glance back. To your horror, you see you are being followed by a monstrous, two-headed serpent. 
if you have the kind of discipline of either tracking or animal kinship, oh boy, you turn to 229. If you do not, turn to 88. Hmm. Oh, our choices. So let's go to 88. Yep. As the two-headed serpent slithers along the ledge, you can clearly see the open jaw of its second head and the yellow curved fangs dripping with venom. Peeling off your thick jacket, you wind it around your left forearm. You can now use your padded arm to shield yourself from one deadly head as you strike at the other. This creature is immune to mind blast. Motherfucker. If you lose any endurance points during this combat, don't subtract them from your endurance. Instead, pick a number from the random number table. If it's zero through eight, uh, it's sunk its fangs into the arm and you're fine. Uh, if not, it got through and uh, the venom is the most powerful natural poison in all of Magnamund. In a few seconds, your heart stops and your paralyzed body falls into the abyss. Holy so, shit! If we get hurt at all, we have a 10% chance of instant dying. Wow. Okay. But in good news, we do have a plus eight for this combat. Yeah, I mean, we're probably fine. Probably. Maybe. I mean, a plus eight does still mean that we take damage most of the time. So I got the combat table up. All you gotta do is have to start rolling. Okay, so first roll, Harry. First roll. And it's a zero. I rolled a zero, Harry. No, that's the good one. Oh. The zero is effectively ten for the combat thing. Oh, I, thank God. I know it's it's weird and confusing because sometimes zero is good and sometimes it's bad. But for eight, we instantly kill it. And we don't take any damage. So we're good. Yay! Okay. We're the like best. I said, the, sub the Subversert is very overpowered. Okay. Also Mind Blast, except... Is everything going... Harry, is everything going to be immune to Mind Blast? Just not everything, just the stronger things. Just... Like, what, what when, we're fighting bat when we're fighting bandits and stuff, then we'll probably be able to use it. But when we're fighting weird undead monsters that actually have strong combat skills, I don't know. So we'll have it except for the fights where we really want it. Exactly. Good choice you made, Sam. You reach a tunnel on the far side of the chasm and follow it for many miles. You eventually arrive at an enormous chamber, the ceiling of which towers 500 feet above you. An icy wind blowing through the many fissures that crack the ceiling whoops around the hall. If you wish to search for a way of climbing up and out through the fissures, go there. If you decide to press on and look for an exit on the far side of the hall, go there. I mean, are we still trying to reconnect with our crew? Um... Uh I think our last idea was that, like, they probably wouldn't be able to find us there, so we need to find another exit, and, I mean, it all depends on how close we think we are to, uh, it, I mean, do we want to get out and try to find somewhere to connect with them, or just go forward to Ikaya? Ah, jeez, I mean, like, they were fucked anyway, you know, they were, they were doomed. I mean, that, that we lost them might actually be the mercy, because they're not next to us anymore. Yeah, like... If they're off-screen, we can't get them killed as easy. Okay, so just quickly checking. So we lost our backpack with, like, you know, the... Let, let's mark what's in our backpack. So we had... We, we had uh, potions. So basically, yeah. Uh, some lamp potions and the poison. Uh, so we still have our waistcoat. We still have all our weapons. We still have our coins. Yeah. I think we move forward without them, Harry. I All think right. I think we do. Yeah. I mean, they have the food, so this isn't that shitty to do. 
Yeah, if anything, just like, you know, stay there for when when I beat this guy and we're turning around. You discover a low passage that opens out into a cavern full of stalagmites. There are two exits in the opposite ice wall. Both disappear into darkness. Uh, in the shadow around the entrances of both tunnels, there are many strange tracks. If you have the guy to split of track. Harry, why didn't you remind me that I wanted to take tracking? That's not my job. Ah, kind of is. Kind of is. No, it's... It's it's all the vaccine shots, surely. It's not me letting you make that bad decisions at all. <laughs> uh, right or left, Terry? Right or, uh, left. Clearly left, right? You know, we, we keep our hand on the left wall. That's how you do it. After a short walk, you arrive at a massive ice hall full of crystal stalagmites and stalactites. The floor is covered with animal tracks and bones, yet the vast hall seems empty and still. You notice that the northern wall is a completely smooth surface of granite blocks stretching upwards to the icy ceiling for 100 feet above. There's lots of there's lots of scale in these damn caverns. Yeah, it, it's implied that it was like giants down here, right? Yeah, maybe. Giants anyway. who are very big into masonry. Well, good news. We suddenly realize that we are staring at the foundation stones of Akaya. You have reached the ice fortress. Hot damn. Partially obscured by the by a large amount of crystals, you can just make out a ramp leading up the massive stone door in the fortress wall. Your discovery brings re- renewed hope. If you can gain entry to Akaya and quickly capture Vonatar, there is still time to reach your ship, the Cardinal, before the pack ice starts to freeze. So we can cross the icy hall and examine the stone door, or we can stop and search the bone-littered floor. Who that rhymed? Uh, probably search the bone-littered floor, right? I mean, that's only going to take a few minutes. Alright. Yeah. Loot, then enter. You discover that many of the bones scattered among the stalagmites are of human origin. See? that That's a good data point right there. That's a really good data point. Shattered skulls, skeletal hands, and rib cages lie half-buried in the ice. You're about to abandon your search when a small box made of carved bone catches your eye. Well, shit. Do we open the box, or just go to the door? <sighs> I want to open the box, but like, I need more context, right? Like, is is this box just like in the middle of nothing? Like, you know, it's just it's 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 in a pile of human bones. We just discovered that this could be Indiana Jones and just like, you know, release the howling banshees into the room and kill everything. Or it could be something really useful, like a key that we could use. I think we open the box, but carefully, Harry, but carefully, like I I do it with I do it with my spear, you know, I take my spear, I open the box with the spear. And if the we have te- we have telekinesis, we can do it with that. OK, yeah, I, I do it with fucking telekinesis then. The bone box contains a beautiful diamond. It's many facets gleam and sparkle, even in the dim half light of the ice hall. In Summerland, a jewel of the size and quality would be worth thousands of crowns. If you wish to keep the diamond, slip it into your pocket and mark it on your action chart as a special item. Heck yeah. I mean, granted, it's probably cursed and like, you know, the bad guys are now watching me through it, but diamond. As you climb the slippery stone ramp, uh, the sound of cracking ice makes you spin around. Uh, the large mound of crystals at the base of the ramp is beginning to move. The crystals are alive. You stare in disbelief as the mound is transformed into a writhing mass of crystal coils. The coils unwind and the ice creature slithers towards you. If you wish to evade this creature and run towards the stone door, 169. If you wish to fight, 264. 
Fight or flight? On the one hand, it's standing in a room full of human bones. So points tend to go towards this guy being a badass. On the other hand, we're a Jedi. And we just got a lightsaber. Let's use our lightsaber. This strange creature is a crystal frostworm, a scavenging beast now living on the remains of the unfortunate creatures that have entered the cavern. Its hard skin is almost transparent, and its internal organs can be seen pulsating inside. A large mouth opens in the crystalline head to reveal row upon row of jagged crystal teeth. Your back is pressed to the stone floor, and there is no way to evade the monster. You must fight the creature to the death. It is immune to mind blast. Motherfucker! Why? Why? Combat skill. We've had, combat skill. We've had two fights, both immune to mind blast. That's only combat skill 15, so we're at a place 8 again, and it has 30 endurance. And no insta-kill risk here. Yeah, this, this should be a fairly easy fight. I say... I'm rolling. Well, I rolled a two. Not not the best start, but I think we're high enough above it that even that is net our advantage. It takes eight, we take three. How much endurance do we have again? Uh, 24 now, and it has 22. Yeah, we're going to win this. Yeah. I uh, rolled a four. Uh, it takes ten, we take two. Rolling again. Rolled a seven. Uh, it dies. Yep, 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 yep. If you win the combat, turn to three. You watch with a mixture of fascination and revulsion as each segment of the creature shatters and then slowly dissolves into the ice. Soon, all that remains of the crystal frostworm are the undigested contents of its stomach. To your surprise, in the center of this mass of fetid flesh and bone, you can see the shank of an ornate silver key. Bingo! If you wish to take this key, turn to 280. If you would rather ignore it and look for a way to open the fortress door. Nope, I'm going to try to open this door. Not grabbing that key right there. Nope. Nope. No key. No key needed. Uh, we're turning to page 280. The key is coated with a corrosive digestive acid that burns through your mittens and attacks your fingers. Lose one endurance point. Motherfucker. So, but I mean, that just counters the healing we would have got from healing. <laughs> so we're still doing fine. We drop the key and plunge our hand into the snow to ease the pain. Then we could wipe it in the snow, and we get the key. Yes, and now we turn to page uh, 344. The fortress door is completely smooth. It has no visible lock, hinge, or keyhole. However, turning your attention to the granite wall, you notice that one of the massive blocks is different to the others. A small triangle has been cut into its surface. If we possess a blue stone triangle, which, hey, we don't. So we gotta go to 147 instead? We search every square inch of the door and surrounding wall, but there appear to be no unusual features. You are examining the stone ramp when a loud roar freezes your blood. A Kalkoth has entered the ice hall. You turn to see the creature bounding towards you. Its jaws are wide open, revealing its barbed tongue. You cannot evade the Kalkoth and you must fight to the death. It's combat skill 10, so we are uh, 15 above it. Okay, so there's something here. If you lose any endurance points during the course of this combat, turn to 66. If you win the combat without losing... Harry, is it possible for us to lose endurance points in this fight? Yes. What do we need to roll to lose endurance points? Uh, Anything below a 7. Really? Yeah. Even if we're 15 up on it? Uh, there, There's only 11 or greater is the highest combat ratio. Okay, okay, so 7 or below... Are there any tricks, anything that would prevent us from losing endurance points, or are we just looking to get super lucky? 
roll roll a seven, eight, nine, or zero. The trick would have been to have the bluestone triangle. Well, I rolled a nine, so we're off to a good start. Uh, you instantly kill it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's good. It's good because it's poisoned, and if we had gotten hurt at all, we would instantly die. Really? Yeah. God damn. That's like okay. We have not lost endurance points. Uh, hey, it's got a blue triangle of stone on a tree right <laughs> its neck. <laughs> Grabbing the blue stone, you race back to the fortress door and plus it into the wall recess. It is a perfect fit. Uh, we also have a blue stone triangle. Okay, Harry, where did we miss the blue stone triangle? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I haven't like researched this book as much as the previous one. Huh. You, be- you become aware of a faint tremor running through the ledge on which you are standing, followed by the grinding noise of stone upon stone. The door opens, but it is only opened three feet when there's a loud crack, and it starts to close. Without a second's hesitation, you dive into the fortress and hear the massive door crash shut behind you. Dun-dun-dun. And looking at the clock, Harry, that might be a good place to stop. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, we have beaten the thing, and we are entering the fortress of uh, Akaya. Are, are we going to get Vanatar the traitor? Probably, maybe, I don't know. Like, what if what if it turns out that he's like become a good leader? What if what if he's turned over a good what if he's turned over a new leaf and he's what these ice barbarians need, Harry? Yeah, that that is. I mean, we we got to consider the geopolitics. Like the previous leader was cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, what if he's a breath of fresh air? This this is it's 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 uh. It's America, the Middle East, all over. We're just gonna take out the populist leader and install a puppet who's gonna be brutal to the local inhabitants. And this is just gonna, the the pre, that that previous cruel guy was probably put in by us in the previous war against the Helgadad. <laughs> uh, yeah, almost certainly, almost certainly. And we're here to fuck things up again, Harry. And we're gonna get to it next week. But Harry, what are we going to do until next week? We're gonna keep dancing, keep dancing in these icy halls. That's right.